0: The Rocking Owl Show. What is indie music, meaning, history and examples? What is indie music? The indie genre has had various iterations to its meaning over the last few decades. Because of how loosely the term is used to describe a whole umbrella of sub-genres, it can seem quite ambiguous. But at its core, indie retains its essence, it is independent independent of the mainstream record labels and popular musical sensibilities. The former indicates that indie music is generally self-produced, with no financial backing from major studios. The latter indicates that there is a niche consumer of this type of music. However, over time, indie music has also gained widespread attention, contradicting its origins. But perhaps, it is for the best, considering that indie music, in general, is considered more soulful than auto-tuned, mass-manufactured music. These days, many indie artists are signed to major record labels and the genre has come to resemble more the style of music as opposed to its way of production. The popular indie musicians of today, like Cozier, Alt J, Mumford & Sons, Bon Iver, Sufjan Stevens, etc, are rarely indie in the true sense. A brief history of indie music Indie music traces its roots to the 1970s with DIY punk ethic. Record companies refused to sign many artists who pushed the boundaries of conventional pop music as their non-conformist approach was thought to be unprofitable. But industry giants' rejects were music lovers' new fodder. These alternative artists were considered stimulating antidotes to the mainstream formulaic music by budding indie fan clubs everywhere. They were soon considered misfits of music. Sex pistols took the young adult crowd by storm with their anarchic sensibility which often trapped them in instances of bad publicity. The 70s also saw the rise of Tony Wilson's factory records, Chris Parry's fiction, and Jeff Travis's rough trade. Their aesthetics were dark, intense, rhythm-centric, and heavy. The 80s introduced us to the beloved The Smiths, who came to typify indie culture, Their albums The Queen Is Dead and Meet His Murder set the benchmark for music with socio-cultural significance. As indie music's recognition grew, the world witnessed the birth of several independent record labels catering solely to these offbeat musicians, allowing artists creative control over their material. Some of the earliest indie record labels are Def Jam, Tommy Boy, Two-Tone, and Death Row. The 80s ushered in the golden age of indie music. The 80s also brought in the age of Nirvana, who though signed as an independent band with sub-pop, soon moved to DGC, a subsidiary of Universal in 1990. This set in motion increasing commercialization of indie music in the mid-1990s. Artists like Blur, Pulp, and Oasis achieved unprecedented global success. The 2000s brought to us Coldplay and Radiohead and the boundaries between independent and mainstream music have been blurred ever since. Many critics were unhappy with the watered-down music that was being passed off as great indie music and feared a loss of authenticity. Today, indie has branched out into several subgenres, each combining an element of mainstream while retaining the sensibility of indie. Subgenres of Indie Music Indie music offers room for many emerging sub-genres, some of which border on the extreme. Out of the many amusing ones like Math Rock, Post Rock, Showgaze, Chillwave, Freak Folk, Nintendo Core, Folktronica, etc., here are our top six picks. Indie Rock Indie rock or independent rock is sometimes also called college rock because many of the earliest indie rock bands like R.E.M., The Stone Roses, and 10,000 Maniacs gained acclaim on campus radio stations. They did not necessarily gain much monetary success, but they have a loyal fan base among the younger crowd. Today, there are different sub-genres even within indie rock music, like lo-fi, Freak Folk, Twee Pop, etc. There are some of the most popular indie rock musicians and bands include Arctic Monkeys, Pixies, Vestroke, Pavement, Modest Mouse, Interpol, Arcade Fire, The Smiths, Sonic Youth, Radiohead, etc. Indie Folk Indie folk derives from the essence of traditional folk music and hybridizes it with contemporary acoustics. It is believed that indie folk music originated in the 1990s by rock musicians who were inspired by traditional folk melodies. This type of music generally uses simple melodies and uncomplicated instrumentations. The four most commonly used instruments in indie folk music are drums, lead guitar, bass guitar, and rhythm guitar. They are often mellow-sounding and cover themes of relationships, wanderlust, and melancholia. Some of the most famous indie folk musicians today are the Lumineers, of Monsters and Men, Hosier, Xavier Rudd, Bon Iver, The Shins, Sons of the East, Ben Howard, Damien Rice, etc. Indie Rap Indie rap and underground hip-hop are sometimes used synonymously. It encompasses the work of any hip-hop artist or rapper that is produced outside of mainstream hip-hop. This type of music often has challenging lyrics that cover socially conscious, anti-commercial, or positive messages. Indie rap takes an unconventional approach that lacks studio polish. Many of the underground hip-hop artists we know of today originated in the early 2000s, and this sub-genre has been gaining momentum since then. Some of the most renowned artists under this category are onso cold Artuk Baby, Curtis Roach, Glockstar Demi, Armani White, D the Fleaist, etc. Indie R&B Indie R&B have been a driving force in the indie world for the last few years. Several artists such as The Weeknd, Miguel, Frank Ocean, Jesse Ware, Thka Twins, Sam Smith, etc., Brought this sub-genre into popular consciousness. Most of the indie R&B artists are from the US and the UK. The term indie R&B was once used to describe neo-soul artists such as Aaliyah, Maxwell, D'Angelo, and Iraq Badu. Indie R&B is a subgenre of R&B, which includes others such as alt R&B, Experimental R&B, Emo R&B, Hipster R&B, etc. It is considered more progressive and diverse than mainstream R&B. Indie electronica. Indie electronica, also called indietronica, is both a descriptor and a genre. It stems from indie rock, electronic music, and synth pop, and combines elements of many genres. It first began in the early 90s and used instruments such as drum machines, synths, and digital audio workstations. BBC Radiotronics Workshop also popularized this sub-genre by introducing it by working with artists like Pink Floyd, Brian Jones, Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, Jimi Hendrix, etc. The sounds that were created in the workshop have since been sampled by several contemporary indie electronic artists. Indie synth-pop Indie synth-pop gained popularity in the 1970s during the indie New Wave movement. Indie synth-pop songs combine lively bass, upbeat vibes, full vocals, and dreamy pads. Here, the dominant musical instrument is the synthesizer, which is often also featured in alternative rock, electronic, and disco music. Some of the most well-known indie synth-pop artists are Tame Impala, Neon Indian, The 1975, My Bloody Valentine, Zuzu, Passion Pit, Devo, MGMT, etc. I hope you found this podcast informative. If you have any comments about this or the other episodes, please comment where available. I'll be looking forward to reading them. You can find this podcast on your favorite apps. This podcast can also be seen on my YouTube channel. The link is in the description below. Until next time, goodbye everybody. The Rocking Owl Show.